We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo, Lucky Lefty Podcast. It is my fault we're late tonight. I was getting content ready. Great show tonight. Cover a lot of topics. Answer your questions. <clears throat> we got a big topic for the second half. If you were taking or conducting a college football head coach draft, what would your top five picks be? We're going to talk about it, Left. We're going to talk about it. Very interesting conversation that took place on the Move the Sticks podcast with uh, my guy Bucky Brooks, <clears throat> our guy Bruce Feldman, um, <clears throat> and who, 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 who? That Daniel Jeremiah had to get the three names. YouTube smash like button. Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFE Nation. The Anora Boys are in the building. Audio edibles every day. Home in the misguided passion. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. <clears throat> Man, bro. This cold is killing me, bro. <laughs> I already know. Right. I've been draining all day. Yeah, I, like, have yeah, you ever had a cold slash fever where it's draining into your throat and out of your nose? It's crazy. It's like, it's like you uh, you gotta get them IVs, man, because you when you sweat, you gotta get the uh, oh, IVs. I'm, I'm all good with that. I mean, I got hydrated twice a day, so I'm straight. Hell yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm straight. Let's see. Uh, where do we start? <laughs> so, I put up a tweet early today, left. And the purpose of this tweet, of course, was you know, people took it and went left with it. It was to <clears throat> basically promote the show. And the title of the show is Back at One. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, having a producer mind that I have, yep. I was like, oh, right. I'm going I'm to do it like this. People went left to the person who are, you're trying to beat your chest as a reporter. Da, da, da. Like, man, sit your goofy tail down. It's over your head. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And if you want to continue to hold this L, go right ahead. So I sent out the tweet, and here you go. Now I sent this out in May, May 25th. Yes. I'm glad we're addressing this. May 25th, a month ago. I said, This is going to be a race to the wire. That means the finish, right? The wire. Right. That's the finish. Yeah, the finish. National, National signing day. Okay, for Justice Scott, two schools that were once his clear leader, and the newcomer that feels like they have a great shot after closing the gap. How many teams did I mention, left? Two. Because I want to be real elementary with people tonight, because people like to take what we say and then spin it the way they want to spin it, and then go off and say other stuff. I want to be real simple elementary. I got my bullet points tonight, left. That's right. We got the paper out. Good. I got my bullet points. Okay. I mentioned how many teams, left? Two teams. Three. Oh, three. Yeah. I mentioned three teams. Two teams that were his clear leaders. Clear leaders, yes. Meaning at some point during his 
recruitment, they were ahead of everybody else. That's right. It was clear. The newcomer that came out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Where did they come from? They weren't in the gym in the fall. Their coaches weren't watching them play basketball in December. Where the heck did they come from? That's the setup. Spoke to Justice Scott twice this weekend. Twice. First time was Sunday night. Second time was yesterday at about 3.30, 4 o'clock. Now, I tell people all the time, our conversations are very non-football related. Yeah, very Chicago, dude. I don't oh, he's, oh, he's, he's taking it to Chicago, very Chicago. Yeah, very Chicago. You know, it's like we'll talk about certain foods, pizza spots. It's just unorthodox. You know what I'm saying? If I'm watching a game, a playoff game, because he really loves basketball, I'll mention the Sacramento Kings and it back and forth. You know, what Chicago so, stuff. Yeah, so, so let me tell you how Chicago, the Sunday conversation was, right? It was pretty much, yo, you good? You happy to be done? Like, great man, great, great lead question. Yo, man, you have no idea. Chicago question. Yo, you catch up with Cardell? You a Chicago dude. So I know you're going to catch up with the Chicago dude at whatever visit you go to. Yeah, we kicked it. All right. Uh, he good? Yeah. Da, 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 da. You come back. I put him up on a pizza spot on the north side. And he said, yo, I'm about to go to this spot. I'm about to go to the spot and get a pizza. <laughs> Laugh. Been laughing. Chicago stuff, bro. Chicago stuff. I know he just got back. Chicago. I'm not trying. I'm not trying yeah, to Yeah, because you know, because that's they that's what everybody else is doing. I'm just hey kicking the kicking the just kicking the willy kicking the willy bobo, as we say in Chicago. <laughs> the just willy kicking bobo. the willy bo, the willy bobo. I'll hit you tomorrow. I bet. Bet. That's it. Because I already know everybody else is trying to sweat. I'll hit you tomorrow. So I hit him Monday. You know what I said? You know what my lead question was? Or my lead statement was? You had a good one at first. Yo. That cat Phoenix Gill is killing this summer, bro. Mm. Y'all might have a chance to go to downstate three years in a row. He's like, yo, I know. You touched, you touched something different. Yo, I know, man. By, by the way, Phoenix Gill, son of Kenneth, Kenneth, uh, Kendall Gill, has played with Justin Scott the last two years. They both going downstate in basketball. Did your research. Like, yo, this dude is averaging 30 points over the summer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, by the oh, way, little oh, tidbit. Over the summer? Over the summer. 30. Putting in work, love. Putting in work. <laughs> Putting in work. Oh you know what I'm saying? Right now, right now, that. he's about he's about 6'3 right now. So that gotta put you in the top he's 25 in the country, right? If you average he, 30 over the summer. Um because I mean um, that's hard to do in high school circuit. 
No, 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 He's averaging 30 over the summer, multiple tournaments. If he hits any growth spurt, it's a wrap. You know, Kendall with six, six long arms. He's about legitimate six, three long arms. Point guard, combo guard. You know what I'm saying? That's the conversation. So now we start we start digging into it. Start warming up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We start digging into it. So everybody's like been wondering, like, oh, June and this, that, and the other. And so look, he visited Notre Dame in March, right? He visited Notre Dame in March because he feels like, yo. I already know what I love about right. Notre, Notre Dame. Exactly. We're going to get to this. He already knows what he loves about Notre Dame. He knows that, right? So he knows you know. what he's getting. Yes. When he backed off his commitment on the 31st, it was after conversations with the people around him, <clears throat> his parents, and his own response to what he knew had happened. And he did not want to be shady in his recruiting practices. He did. He backs off the first time. This is documented. Go to the show immediately after I talk to him in December. Brian Driscoll has notes from our conversation after I left the gym with him that I shared with him. Oh, it's this document. Uh, I got facts and it's in my phone. Right. That's right. It's facts. The first conversation we ever had, all this kid did was rave about Michigan. That's all he did. That's all he did, love. What's your recruit? Man. Right now, man, I love Michigan. Man, they got this system of accountability where they keep us in check. You know what I'm saying? From an education standpoint, football standpoint. This first conversation we had, dude, I just asked him how his recruitment was going. This dude just starts laying everything out. Left. Like I told you, just fully transparent. Well, you know, Chicago loves no uh, loves what Michigan is bringing. Oh, wait, down. wait, wait. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I've been Chicago sitting down with high school kids. Who, Michigan who, is bringing who out hustling everybody in Chicago, <laughs> and then you get a hardworking man in Elston up there. So that's I don't want to stay. Let me stick to my bullet point. Let me because I'm being real. I'm going step by step, line upon line. So, like I'm, so minister, he, like I'm he breaks over. You just general. How's recruitment? I'm he, like, he just. Yo, he, I even asked him about Michigan. Yo, so what's up? How you feeling about your recruitment? Blood gates open. And you like, oh, it, he just heavy, heavy Michigan, just heavy. Man. They can't do no wrong. Well, did he visit Michigan as many times as Notre Dame? At that point in time, I believe he had been to Michigan twice. Okay, so it's still, still some new Michigan stuff twice. going on. Okay, he, he, so he might miss a couple things twice. on the last visit, right? you know. But, see, at that point in time, you know who else was high on his list? But they had a coaching change, and they would still be in this top five today, I believe, 
if they had made a different hire. And that's the University of Wisconsin. Really? If Wisconsin had hired their defensive coordinator as the head coach, Justin right. Scott would have Wisconsin in his top five. Uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 I like him too. Uh, uh, he, he played for Wisconsin. He played for Wisconsin. He was the oh, he was a DC at USC. Then he went back to Wisconsin. Uh, I like him, man. Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard. Yeah, I like Jim Leonard. Yeah, it's Jim crazy because he was there for a minute at Wisconsin Jim too. And then yeah, 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 yeah. Jim Leonard. So, like I said, line upon line. line upon, this dude's telling man, he's raving about Michigan, right? Yeah. Man, I love they got this. Look, why does that matter? Why does that matter? Sometimes in the life of high school kids, they don't necessarily come into high school fully focused on academics. Yes. Just, Justice Scott is a kid that has grown to become a leader on and off the field at St. Ignatius College Prep and has grown to want to be great in both areas. Didn't necessarily start out that way, but he's grown to want to be great in both of that areas. So look, in his recruitment, he is looking, he is looking to be held accountable. He is telling you, I need that. I want that. I want that vibe. I want that family type of vibe. See, I'm listening to him, Left. He's talking about Michigan, but he's telling you what's at the top of his list and what's impressive. And they and they're and they're scoring great, great numbers in those areas. Right? And he's telling you. They're the clear leader. I leave the gym. It's a fact. It's a fact. Like, so what I is? I mean, how do you even? How do you even ask Wait. another question? <laughs> I did not ask a question. We just had a conversation for thirty minutes left. I asked one question. This is what <laughs> I'm trying to tell people, bro. I asked the young man one question, and I got a thirty-minute conversation that flowed, and I stopped him, and I said, "You know what?" Man, he would have stayed there and talked for another 15 minutes. I said, oh, you know you what? Had to move around, he would have kept going. It was a Tuesday night, bro, in December. Jeez. He had school the next day. I said, man, go ahead, kick it with your friends, Baron Brown and the rest of you know, they're probably going to grab something to eat. I said, man, go kick it with your boys. I'll talk to you next week. Bet. I leave, I call B. Driss. I give B. Driss the whole spill, everything. Here it is. This is what he's saying. This is Notre Dame. Notre Dame was his man, was the school he talked about before he got the offer. He was waiting on the offer, right? So what happens? Notre Dame goes on the attack with Marcus Freeman. All of a sudden, the coaches visit the school. Next thing you know, everything's up. Right? Next thing you know, you're hearing the buzz. Notre Dame's in the lead. 
Let me preface this and bookmark this, Notre Dame fans. After Marcus Freeman, who do you think was the second most recruited, so second most important recruiter at that time for Justice Scott? Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Benedict Arnold himself. Notre Dame takes the lead. Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese is the one. Yo, man, spearhead. Basketball Not Al Washington, games. though. Now remember, we haven't. I, do, I didn't say. I didn't say Al Washington didn't play a role at this time. Right. I just said he wasn't. Had, he wasn't the one leading either. I'm just saying, who was that dude? When the jump was made and Notre Dame jumped to the front of the pack. That's right. Michigan was the clear leader. Notre Dame becomes the clear leader. Justice Scott sets a decision day on his birthday, January 31st. Everybody else was slow playing, Justin. Now, I want you to keep this in mind. There's only one school that didn't slow play Justice Scott. That's Michigan. Everybody else slow played Justin Scott. Everybody. Notre Dame slow played. Ohio State slow played. Miami slow played them. Everybody else came in late. See, because they got the buzz that he was getting ready to commit. It hit the fan. Oh, snap. He's about to commit? January 31st? That's crazy. He's a five-star. No, we got to do something about this. So there's collective movement to get to Chicago. Collective movement. Here comes Ryan Day. Man, you got to think about this. You got to come take an official visit. You can't do that. You got to look at what Larry Brown has done historically. Chase Young, the Bosa brothers. Like, come on. Wait a minute. You got to think about this. Mm. Wait a minute. Is Ryan Day taking taking a uh, – <laughs> you taking credit for that? I mean, the dude, the dude is on his staff. I would point it out too, Left. I'm just saying. I hope not. I hope he ain't taking credit for the Bosa brothers, Ryan Day. But whatever, we can, we can move past that. <laughs> that is Urban. That is Urban. You're right. Yeah, I'm about to say. Hold but it's the same. Day. It's the same D line coach, though. It's the same okay, D line okay, coach. Okay, that's fair. It's the okay, same. I'll, same D line coach. I'll let it slide. You know. Yeah. Right. Ryan same D line coach. Born on third base, that brother. No name takes the lead there clearly, right? Partner that with his man, really great relationship he has with 24 commit wide receiver Cam Williams. They're boys, right? Get to play with my boy. Man, if I said before, and Marcus Freeman, if recruiting was about the head coach, five stars would play for Marcus Freeman. If that was just it. If it was as simple as my decision is which head coach I want to play for, to be simple, right? Now, I told you Michigan was hustling. Now the whole time, here come the new here come the new dudes. Guess what Michigan keeps doing in the background, in true Jim Harbaugh style. Just keep plugging away. Don't get loud. Don't get loud. Just keep plugging away. Yeah, we hear. Just keep plugging away, right? You know why? We jumped on them first. 
He knows what a love is. Right? Calls Notre Dame, lets them know. Man, uh, yeah, you know, has a conversation. I'm not, I'm not going to commit. And um, hey, you know, Notre Dame says, you know, we understand. Yeah, do that. Do that. It's all good. He sets the official visits. At some point around somehow, some way, he is in the vicinity on a spring trip, right? There has been previous contact with the University of Miami, but on this just random unofficial spring something something man further contact is made right man we got to get you down here all right goes for the visit man it's Miami it's Chicago kid it's Miami it's like taking that Oregon trip bro I'm going to get them shoes man it's Miami not only is in Miami, Jason Taylor is his defensive line coach, Hall of Famer. His recruiting coordinator is Alonzo Hey, Jason, Jason Taylor is over there now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, def oh, defensive line I, coach. I knew he was at Aquinas for a minute. Oh, he's at the U. Oh, defensive a, line coach. That's a, that's a good bargaining chip. Oh, you think so? Mario Cristobal, known as a really good recruiter. That's a good, that's a right? good little strategy over there. So Miami starts to do the most. They just, they just go crazy, right? They, man, they showing up at this dude's locker with flowers. They decorating his locker, bringing them birthday cakes. I'm mentioning things that girls used to do over the top in high school when they liked to do. They just doing, man, they showing up at his baseball game. They ask him to wear his varsity jacket around the school during the day. They're just doing too, they're doing way too much to get his attention, right? They're doing everything, right? But it's working. It's working. And because he's responding to it, here comes all the news. Crystal ball here, crystal ball there. Miami's leading the way. Miami's doing this. Miami's doing that. And the whole time I'm talking to you, Love, and I'm telling you, he ain't leaving the Midwest. 99 yards and fumbled. He ain't leaving the Midwest. No, no. He, no. Ain't, he ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. He's not leaving the Midwest. Y'all, people can say what they want to say. That's fine. You know who else I had to laugh with? Me and Cam Williams. In the DM, like, yo, this Miami stuff is funny. He was like, where I know. I know. We knew. You know who else knew? Take a poll of half of the seniors that are big-time players in the city of Chicago. They, they knew he wasn't going to Miami. See, the streets talk up here in Chicago. The streets talk. Yeah. I'm he like, probably you – know, if, he, if he's talking about this know, accountability thing – Miami so let me, let me, let me. So you know what I did, Love? As a responsible journalist, I contacted my guy that covers the Miami Hurricanes, and I got information. I said, tell me, 
You feel confident? Yeah, we feel really confident. I said, explain to me why you feel comfortable. Great question. He told me. I said, okay. I said, oh, okay. Oh, he I said, okay. okay. Yeah, he told me. I said, okay. That's why you guys feel confident. I said, you know what? If I were you, I probably would feel really confident too. People are like, oh man, he told them he's he's silently committed. All these other stories. So the same day, I said, you know what? I know, I know how to find out what's really going on. I called my Miami Connect that played at the U. Mm. That's connected. They got the real story. You know what the real story was, love? They did everything to get his attention in glitz and glam. Told the young man, we're starting with you. Just like Jimmy Johnson started with Russell Maryland, a defensive tackle, to start the run, his run in Miami. It set it up perfect. Oh, man. That's perfect. Nostalgia. nostalgia. Same position. You're the one. You're the anchor of the rebirth of Miami. Oh, man. They, woo, man, they yeah. might as well have brought in Luke with some dancers. That's right. That, that, that probably would have got him. That probably would have <laughs> sent him over the top. That would have been overwhelming at that point. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing he was missing now. You talk about <laughs> sealing the deal. That's how you seal it. You're gonna get the attention of everything else. But that's that Miami you can't get nowhere else, you know. Oh man. Oh, 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 check. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Back in the day, if it was back in the day, they probably would have got that. Key. They would have got it. They would have got it easy. Cause you—that's how you got to sell Miami. Yeah, you got all the Hall of Fame, but all the Hall of Fame players came there because of what right, Miami got. Right, right, right. What you right. mean? Those those Uncle, players know what Miami has to offer. Uncle Uncle Luke and Wet Willies, right? Yeah, that's what they listen. They didn't—they didn't accumulate all those great players for no reason. Because uh, oh, Miami and Coral Gables is like a like a like a uppity private school. You know, oh man, so let's stay on topic, right? So I, I'm digging and I'm digging, and I hear, Yeah, bro, they feel good about this kid, they want me to talk to him, they want me to fly down next weekend when he comes. So I can talk to his mom. Hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. I said, what? They want you to fly down to talk to who? Talk to his mom. I said, oh, it's a problem. 
I said, oh, it's a problem. I said, they're flying you down not to talk to him. You don't need to talk to him. Man, we really need you to talk to his moms. Mm. Mm. Tell them how it is. Tell her how it is for you, you know, going from Chicago and growing up and da 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 da. Unfortunately, he couldn't do it. He had more pressing matters. Even though he had more pressing matters, they tried to offer PJs Sunday morning to get down there right before they left. And I said, they panicking. Yeah, they start throwing out that. They, that's they like, panicking. Yeah. And that's when I said, for sure, he that ain't, ain't happening. Yeah, that ain't, ain't happening. That ain't happening. Panic is real. Panic is real. So once again, my tweet, two clear leaders, a newcomer that did everything that, hey, Miami, they tried. And I still say it's a race to the finish. They, they're still going to keep Miami trying. Miami gave you your best NIL pitch of, the, of, the, of all this new stuff coming out. That's their best. No. That's they best NIL, NIL. You're the linchpin of the class. You're the most important recruiter of the class. Relationship development from NFL Hall of Famers. They gave everything. What? My, dude, Miami gave him everything. Everything. They just couldn't flip mama. Just like Air couldn't flip Jordan's mama. Had to get them royalties. Mm. Couldn't flip mama. And Notre Dame's number one in mamas. Mamas. That was oh, never an issue for us. Well, mm, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We failing in the mom department now? So once again, Notre Dame, what's the title of tonight? Back at square one. Back at one. My tweet from May 25th. The newcomer, hey, they came out of nowhere. Where did they come from? First clear leader, Michigan. Next clear leader, Notre Dame, after the power move that they made. And here we are. All the news after the Ohio State visit, we start here. Oh, man, Miami's out. Miami's fading. No kidding. Oh, it seems to be Notre Dame and Michigan. Notre Dame is in a good spot. Dude, Notre Dame has been in a good spot with a chance since the... Dude, what are we talking about? He makes the decision. But hey, you want to be a part of the decision? Or would you rather not even be in the top five? Or in the top two? See... Because what people will say is when we say Notre Dame's a good spot, it's like, you said he was choosing Notre Dame. No, I never said that. Never said that. How can I tell another man what he's going to do? I can't do that. Can't. 
Can't tell you that. Third point. You ready for this left? You go with Irish Breakdown. Brian Driscoll has fantastic intel. Not only on Justin Scott, Derby Lambert, Bradley Shaw, Davis Andrews, Caleb Beasley, and all the players that are left on the board for Notre Dame. Message board. IB message board. Go check it out. Go check it out. Fabulous job. <clears throat> Fabulous intel. Check it out. For the official visits, Justin Scott and St. Ignatius, this is crazy, love. When I say this, you're going to die, man. Justin Scott and St. Ignatius started practicing for their season on June 1st, love. June 1st. The entire month of June, he's been practicing, doing some work, and then taking official visits. His, his visit to Notre Dame was meaningful for him because if for him, and Notre Dame made it meaningful because they had some very honest conversations that needed to take place. But it was important for him because he's like, yo, this is the first time I've been back here after changing my mind. Yep. He already knew he was going to dedicate June to the other schools that he felt like, man, I need to get reacquainted with them to find out. I already know how I feel about Notre Dame. Right. I need to get reacquainted with them. And people can sit up and debate. That doesn't make sense. That's his thoughts. That's what he wanted to do. That's how he approached it. That's what he decided, him and his people. The crazy thing is his coach, they have such high hopes for winning a state championship this year. They literally built their offseason as a team around his recruitment, bro. Because normally they were supposed to start in the June, July, like most high school teams in Chicago, right? But that would be like in the midst of a possible decision. They said, you know what? We're going to move it up. We're allowed to start June 1st. We're going to do this. We're going to take a break. They took a break as a team the week after his last visit. He's on break right now. They're back at it next week, love. Mm. They are focused as a team. They're tired of getting to the final eight or the step, the step before downstate yeah. and losing. That's right. That's right. This, this, this is, dude, they as a team. As a team. And they were determined we are not about to allow his recruitment to impact that. So what does that mean? Yesterday, he told me that a decision is more than likely coming mid to late July. That's what he told me yesterday. Mid to late July. That's probably when my decision is coming, which means 
I'm on break right now. So you know what I'm about to do? We're going to chop it up. Download all of this. Chop it up with parents, friends, coaches. Coaches can really talk to me right now because we're on a break. We're not practicing. So we can really get into it. I said, man, are you pretty much clear on things? He said, for the most part. For the most part, I'm clear on things. Cool. That was Intel that Brian Driscoll put up. I followed up. What's up? You thinking about making that trek 70 miles later this week? Since you got some time off? Maybe another weekend? He said, yeah, we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about it. He said, we're talking about it. He said, but man, I'm so relieved. He was like, man, I'm relieved, man. I got all these, man, I'm just happy to have all these visits out of the way. Clarity. And I laughed. And I said, you do realize that we're kind of back at the first conversation we ever had. And he was like, damn, you're right. After all of that, Georgia, Miami, uh, all of this is coming back to the very first transparent conversation we had where you just told me what it was that you really wanted in a program. That's it. See, to all the people out there, it's like, he's an NIL whoremonger. He's going to be an NIL whoremonger. Crystal ball this, crystal ball that. Sometimes people, man, just want to, they can't, they just can't accept what somebody says. They just, it has to be another reason. That doesn't make sense to me. Has to be another reason. That's true. Ha, man, ha, has to be another. Heaven forbid that another team just does a better job in recruiting. Yeah. Has to be another reason. Ha, can't be. No. You compare Notre Dame and Michigan. There's no way. Not even close. He's talking about accountability and academics at Michigan. We have that in Notre Dame. Ah, it's not about having it. How are you presenting it? Are you presenting it the same way Michigan is so it has the same impact? Because it had an impact from the very first conversation. It had an impact on the young man, the way they did it. Just the way they did it, yeah. The way they did it had an impact. So once again, it's a, it's a fight to the finish. Decision date, decision date coming mid to late July out of his own mouth. If he changes it, that's on him. But as of tonight, this is what he said. This is what he said. 
Yeah, I mean, so you know. that this is my last bullet point. And I preface this by saying my next thoughts over the next couple of minutes are the thoughts of my, Sean Davis and Sean Davis alone. I am not a representative of Irish Breakdown. I am not a representative of Brian Driscoll or anybody else related to Irish Breakdown at this time. I am Sean Davis, Chicago born and bred. I do not speak from Leek Zaire, but if he wants to jump in after I say this, <laughs> something's not adding up. The math ain't mathing. The math ain't mathing. The math is not mathing to me, to Sean Davis. The math is not mathing. Something's not adding up. It's not adding up. So I'm going to go out there and say this. And if I have to take a hit for it, that's fine. You know where to find me. I have no problem. We can have grown man discussion, whatever. I don't believe everybody in the building is fully bought into Justice Scott. I'm going to say it. Because that's not the way his recruitment is gone. I said it. I'm done with it. Y'all can take it the way y'all want to take it. I agree with that. You know, but it, it also falls in line with how we treated Dante. Falls in line with how we really get involved with Keon and the finish of Keon Keeley. I think Whatever. For whatever reason, it could be a multitude of reasons. I'm not here to debate what the reasons are, but I'm telling you the way his recruitment has been handled. Nah, that's not that's not a full everybody's on board. It hasn't been handled like that. It hasn't. But there's been very few recruits that has ever been uh indie staff on board all the way. I can't think of a recruit that we've ever had. Yeah. That we was just all on board in the office with. I can't think of one. That's hey, once and again, we that's my great recruits. That's Sean Davis's personal opinion. The 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 way and that dude, you I'm sorry. No, not said dude. This right here. And I'm trying, I'm a I'm gonna calm down before I put this question up. I'm going to calm down because I want to stay on bullet points. I'm sorry, Brandon K. Why should they sweat him? Sir, if you don't think college football recruiting is sweating and lying, then I don't know what to tell you. That's what college football recruiting is. Lying to kids, telling them what they want to hear, and sweating them. But that's the But that's where the disconnect comes from Notre Dame. And the rest of college football recruiting. This is my point. Of course, Justin Scott is not going to be bigger than the brand. <laughs> Nobody is. So if a recruit is thinking we're going to roll out the red carpet and this and that, and everybody's going, no, we're not going to do that like a Michigan would. We're not going to do that like Ohio State and Georgia and, and even Miami. Miami probably presented a way better 
official visit and offer than we did. He just he just knew what was more important to him. That's the problem with Notre Dame. They're not going to be all invested on the crew because they're going to be like, why? We're charging 16% on anything with an ND logo on it. Why would we ever think that one player can raise that percentage on our licensing? It won't. And I think a lot of that goes to that's why we don't have the 25 stars rolling. Because we can't even show one of the five stars that it that he feels like a five star at Notre Dame. We ran very similar. I thought a lot of what Notre Dame was was because of how Coach Kelly revered Bill Belichick so much. Nobody's above the team. Everybody's <laughs> the same. Everybody gets a replaceable cog in the system. We believe in machine. But this is a Notre Dame ideology. Justin Scott wouldn't come to Notre Dame and feel like, okay, I'm the linchpin of the class. They're, the coaches aren't going to tell him that. He he wouldn't be the linchpin of the defensive class. He you don't have to tell him. You don't have to tell him. Ask they any fan it, in the chat. Make it known either. Ask any fan in the chat who is the most important defensive recruit in the twenty four class. Ask them right now. I agree. Ask. Yes. Ask them. But they're not going to put the effort in behind it on a all in, all in effort. The difference between why USC looks so different in the two years and three years they've been there compared to what they look like with all those coaching changes before is the effort that Lincoln Riley puts in is second to none. He stole the whole Oklahoma staff with him. <laughs> he took the whole, he said, no, 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 I'm not just leaving. I'm taking the whole staff with me because we all are bought in. But you look at Marcus Freeman set up, half of his staff was hired by somebody else. Mm-hmm. So right there alone, you're not going to get all in. How can you? Because you got that hidden hand under you the whole time. Oh, boy, that uh, put up that question is very misogynistic, I see. Now, this example is, I don't sweat girls. That lets me know everything. Yeah. That lets me know everything. I sweat them. I I sweat sweat them. Especially the ones I want. I sweat them. And I get them. (laughs) That's right. So, ah, man, that's I don't know. Right. I, I, I don't know what world you live in. Well, that's being a simp. That means you have some personal issues. You need to go to some therapy, man. Hey, he must <laughs> you never know the hunters and gatherers. Girls come to me. I'm the prize. All right. All right. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I ain't going with you to no clubs. I ain't, going, I ain't going with you out nowhere. No bars. No. Keep I ain't that. going nowhere with you with no women around. Man. Okay, you're married, that's fine, but you're telling us how you normally operate. You're telling us how you operate. You know, you're fine, you're married. Ain't nobody, Beautiful. Ain't nobody was talking Beautiful. about girls. I'm married too. 30. 30 years, same girl. 25. In. And sweated her. And sweated her. Um, so what are you talking about? Sweat, sweated her. Day one. What are we talking about? And what, what are we talking about? I'm glad you're married. Abundance and blessings upon your marriage and your children and your seed. But you sitting up here talking real bold because I know, I guarantee you, if, especially if you got girls, they got you wrapped around your finger. 
I already know that. And I would venture to say that your wife is probably pretty influential. Can probably get you to do some things. But you go ahead and beat your chest. Talking about I don't sweat nobody. Okay. All right. But that's the that's the attitude that we carry in the office. That's the truth. We we end up having Dante sweating at the end of the day. We have pulled the reversal on him. Man, look. Left. That's not even. That's not even why. I just want to give clarity, man. At the end of the day, Notre Dame's back at square one. Yeah. They got to fight. They have to make. They have to make the same. The same impression they made to get out in front. They're gonna have to make a similar impression, whether it's in July, whether it's in the fall, or later in no. It's going to have to happen because it's a dog fight to the finish. It's a dog fight to the finish. It's a dog fight to the next. It's the dog fight to the finish. And we got to finish. You know, we got some bad stains Man. in the fourth quarter. We putting up, we going zero for six on some Kevin Durant versus man the Nuggets. We sitting up here. That's the part. We said we don't sweat no Notre Dame. We don't sweat nobody. Man. That's crazy to think. Because I guess what Ohio State sweated Chase Young. <laughs> Ohio State sweated the Bosa brothers. Oh man, uh, they sweated all the receivers they got. Alabama sweated the heck out of Tua, Jalen, Mac, yo, Dante. Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley really sweating, dude. Lincoln Riley recruited Caleb Williams, left Caleb Williams, and man, sweated him all over again. Sweated him all over again to get him to USC. <laughs> sweated him, played him. Sweated oh, man. oh man, the best coaches are sweaters, wear sweatsuits, all that. We didn't even talk to Caleb Williams. That just shows you the difference. Lincoln Riley sweated Caleb Williams and got a Heisman out of him. We didn't even pick up the phone for Caleb Williams. That's the problem. Not picking up the phone compared to a guy that's just working hard and sweating the heck out of the players he needs to win, the things he needs to win, is the only difference. We were playing golf before, sweating on the golf course. We wouldn't sweat no recruits. But in today's era, you look at Georgia. I guarantee you, Georgia sweated every five-star recruit they got. Sweated them, bagged them up, because that's what it takes. We're not yeah, no yo. This is no. This has been a fun show, bro. This has been a fun show, and I'm not here to sit here and say. Who has the the who's ahead of who? 
Da, da, da. Doesn't matter. My whole point to get to is that the math is not mathing in this recruitment. It's not mathing. However, you want to say it, it's not mathing. And some things that's not making sense. They're just not. And a lot of people want to put it on the kid. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> so once again, Notre Dame is back at square one. Yeah. Where they started in December. Yeah. Back at square one. Got to make an impact, man. Got to make an impact. Young man said mid to late July, decision date is coming. That ain't that's not much time. Not much time, but it's time. Hell. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.